in today's creativity chat, we have Alana T. We are going to be talking about mentoring through code. So Alana and I have been following each other for what, like 10 years? Yeah. Ten, Isn't that wild? Yeah. 10 long years. Well, we met on YouTube. <laughs> I feel like that's a trend right now on the podcast, YouTubers. But do you remember like the first video that brought us together? Because I, I don't. I don't, but I do remember stumbling upon your channels um, from, I don't know, clicking on other, you know, tweens videos. <laughs> tweens. <laughs> Alana, I was definitely a teenager. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, I guess. Okay, I think I was too, but yeah. teens. <laughs> yeah. Teens, yeah, we were both teens. Um, and then, yeah, I think I commented on, on one of yours or something. And then, of course, you were so curious and kind to check out one of my videos and I think you commented back on mine <laughs> yeah probably I loved like I loved the social interaction of YouTube comments <laughs> like it was a whole thing that like brought people together back then I feel like it really did I call it a friendship but it's like no I really don't know anything about your life but you've been <laughs> like you've been present <laughs> yeah I was yeah. I was gonna say like I was just telling my roommate <laughs> I'm going to go talk to my friend for her podcast. Um, I've actually never spoken to her before, but, but we've been friends for over a decade. When you were doing YouTube, did you realize like, hey, I'm interested in coding or programming? Was that something that you were already doing like when you were younger? No? Okay. No, not at all. Um, yeah, at that time, I was definitely super into just filming clips of, you know, me walking around my neighborhood <laughs> and setting it to music and all that cute early YouTube stuff. Yeah, our music video days. Yeah. We, we made it out. Thank the Lord. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Our lip singing and. Oh no. Yeah, those are our, gone. Yeah. I, yeah, people, they just don't know. <laughs> when do you feel like you switched from video making to? Because you, I think you really liked editing a lot at the time, right? Yeah, that was your yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, I um, definitely liked to edit. Film too, and like, but yeah, did not love being on camera. But all the, you know, editing and like shooting and dreaming up concepts and stuff, I really liked. I think I realized um, I might be interested in like coding and stuff um, around the time I started college as I had no idea what I was going to study and um, I think my dad might have said something about computer science vaguely. I don't think he even really understood what that entailed but I think he was probably one of the first people who put it on my radar. Um, I remember him saying you know computer science is the new like it's up and coming or something like <laughs> he didn't say it like that but that's what it felt like he kind of dropping that idea that you know I think there will be a lot of opportunity in that space soon um and that's kind of what made me like go to I think Code Academy was the very first place I went to check out what it was about um yeah yeah what wisdom and I mean, kudos to you for actually listening to your dad, too, because you could have could have not listened. <laughs> so you went to Code Academy. Tell me what that was like. Yeah, um, it was definitely confusing. <laughs> um, yeah, because I think 
the way the lessons are for someone who doesn't understand like the bigger picture I think it can be very like okay I don't know what I'm doing and why <laughs> um so I do remember going through the Python course and going through some of the exercises and being like, okay, this seems to be doing something. <laughs> I think I'm going through the, the lessons, but I definitely didn't really understand what I was doing. So I, I actually did not like continue very long with it, <laughs> <laughs> but I picked up um, coding again when I was actually in college in my okay. year. So the Code Academy was high school you? Your high school I self. think so yeah okay. sometime like between high school and college maybe so you go to college and you I mean did you know as soon as you started hey I want to do uh, computer science or did I, did you start with something else and then switch into it I was undecided and then my second semester of my freshman year I was picking up you know picking out which classes to take for the second semester um, I think I had like a a space for a free class or like, you know, an elective or something. I was just scrolling through the different departments and then I saw computer science and oh I was like, goodness. I remember <laughs> hearing about my that. My old friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My old friend that I did not get to know very well. So I clicked on it and I saw they had, you know, CS1, like introduction to computer science. I didn't really understand what it is and what coding is and it seems like this class will teach that to me so I registered for it that's that's kind of the beginning of like yeah of it all did you end up becoming really good friends with people who are also learning how to code in that class or did you start meeting people outside of class I did meet people in my CS1 class the way I think of it is like I joined the class to like figure out what computer science is and I was like you know I'm gonna understand how to code after this and it'll all be clear to me and <laughs> I'll have a really good idea of you know if I want to do this or you know maybe it's not for me but I, I do feel like after that class I was kind of even more confused <laughs> um, in a good way like it it made me, it definitely made me intrigued, but I think um, because one, I wasn't good at it, and two, <laughs> I like still wasn't really sure what coding was and what is capable or what's possible with code. It made me go, okay, I am gonna take CS2 now because maybe then I'll have it figured out <laughs> and then I'll know how to code and then it'll be clear. Um, and that's kind of like how it went pretty much. <laughs> You're Until like, the next the class, I'll understand. <laughs> yeah. So One more this, class. <laughs> yeah, there's this, like, confusion, but also desire to understand and um, wrap my head around code. What do you think kept the curiosity in the midst of confusion? I think the nature of programming, which is failing and, you know, getting it wrong and seeing all these errors and just not getting it right on the first try or even the first few tries, but then eventually getting it to work and, and seeing, you know, what you've been trying to get to show up on your computer, like that satisfaction um, of finally getting it after trying so many things and really creative problem solving is what made me keep going with it. I know that you got into improv and in improv I feel like you are creatively prob you have to use creativity in the way that you solve a scene or some sort of exercise how do you think improv influenced your drive in code Ooh, 
That's a great question. And I entered the real world after school and it is when I started improv. Improv has taught me, uh, you know, in, or I guess improv has reinforced the idea that you can fail, quote unquote, fail, um, you know, feel like you did something wrong, make a mistake and just, you know, get back up and keep going with the support of someone else to back up whatever you said or after that you you look back and you're like oh that I thought that was like a mistake or or something wrong but it actually all worked out you have been supporting people in the sense of mentoring them and volunteering with camps that are related to coding uh, I want to just talk about a couple of those because I know that one is code cooperative and then one girls who code tell me how you got involved with those and what they are for someone that's listening. So Girls Who Code is a nonprofit organization that puts on um, workshops and summer programs for high school girls. I think they even do middle school now. They grow so much every year, actually, that I feel like it's hard for me to keep up um, with what they're doing. But that's great for them because, you know, it means they're you know, getting a lot of reach and interest. So I worked with Girls Who Code uh in the summer of my sophomore year following my sophomore year in college first as a teaching assistant for their summer immersion program then i came back and worked for them after graduation as like the lead instructor of a class oh cool so yeah that was like a cool um kind of like full circle, full circle thing. Yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> the code cooperative is an organization that teaches formerly incarcerated people how to code we're based in New York, and we've had, I think, a few different cohorts so far. The Code Cooperative is volunteer-run. Both communities are just so supportive and so wonderful, and they've taught me so much as a mentor and teacher. Were you always seeking out an opportunity to volunteer or to serve others, or did that just kind of like, oh, here's this opportunity, it kind of hit you? It didn't hit you physically, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, um, for Girls Who Code, when I was a TA, that was kind of the first computer science related internship I had. And it was around the time that I was kind of still struggling to figure out if like what I wanted to do with computer science and coding, if anything at all. I applied to be a TA uh, for their summer program and I was like kind of unsure if you know, it would work out and if I would even be accepted. I think I even felt imposter syndrome back then. Oh, <laughs> even, we all feel that. <laughs> yeah, even just like, even though I wasn't even fully into the, you know, industry yet. Um, but yeah, once I got there and started teaching this curriculum that's made up of so many fun projects and, you know, bonding activities in the classroom, I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much that can be done in terms of using code as a as a tool to make creative projects. I kind of thought it was just for, you know, making calculations because that's what I had done in, in the classes I had taken so far. But because Girls Who Code's curriculum had a lot of like um, projects where the girls would make, you know, a scene on on a web page where there's shapes like flying by the screen and, and like oh, that's neat. all these colors. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. I never thought that you could use code for art, but you can. And I think that summer is what 
established that feeling of like, okay, I want to, I want to study computer science and I want to do things with code. Like, I guess, yeah, going back to your question about like getting into it. Yeah, I, I've always enjoyed teaching. Um, it's just, I think, fun for me to help someone learn something that I had to, at some point, be a beginner at and learn myself. There's, it's so rewarding and fun to like figure things out together and even like relearn things as you're doing it. Um, so that's how I, that's kind of yeah, what inspired me to start with Girls of Code. Well, and I, I like how you said in being in the room with the girls, you realized, oh, I can use this for art. Like I didn't know coding could be used for art because it, it clearly expanded how you thought you could use it. I think that's, that's neat that it came through an internship or through like serving. Do you have a specific story time that something stood out, something they said or something they did that was memorable? I feel like I wish I had like one story, one specific story, but really I feel like it's every single time I'm able to see someone at the start of any, you know, program, whether it's like nervousness or apprehension, you know, they're kind of, or confusion <laughs> on their faces um, because coding is, I, I don't think it's something simple and straightforward. I'm, I've struggled with it a lot and I do think it's kind of challenging. Seeing the transformation of them not knowing how to do something and maybe being nervous about it and then going from that and building something with code and then seeing whatever they're building pop up on their screen and the, the joy and excitement in their faces. That's just so exciting for me too. And, and like to be there and witness that and, and participate in, in their growth in the moment is just beautiful to me. Mm -hmm. You have such a sweet, I would say humility about yourself, like in listening to you. I, I think that's something to call out. So keep that Thanks. when you think back to being younger and trying to figure out like what it is you wanted to do what do you think would have been helpful for you to hear oh man I think what would have been helpful is maybe some words on trying everything <laughs> because that's how I, I I got you know into coding I guess um and the other things that I do like improv and most recently, skateboarding. Oh, you're a skateboarder. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk yeah. about it? Wait, you, you how did you miss the penny board phase? <laughs> I know, I did not, I did not get a penny board. Um, I guess, yeah, like thinking back to my skate experience uh, in high school, my friend, um, I think we were hanging out in like a parking lot or something mm. one night with maybe like a, a group of friends and he pulled out out of the trunk of his car, a longboard, and was like, hey, this is my dad's longboard, by the way. Like, I don't know if you want to, like, stand on it, try it out. And I was like, of course I do. <laughs> that looks awesome. I've never done this, but uh -huh. I'm down to try. And pretty much from then on, I was like, oh, my God, this is so fun. Kind of scary <laughs> sometimes, like, because you're like, there's the potential of falling. Of falling, yeah. I also went through a skateboarding phase. Oh, my God what i did not know that you know oh wait my friend's here too and she didn't know <laughs> um so it was high school as well and it was kind of i don't know if in new york you guys had ripsticks too but like 
this there was a time when people were really into ripsticks i was more like i don't understand that slash i'm really bad at it so i will just stick with the skateboard and i remember like i would go to empty parking lots with my friend and we would just like (laughs) we would just skate around oh my gosh i love that wait Okay, so wait, that was in high school for you. That so. was in high school. It was like high school. It was probably, I'd say like 10th, 11th, whenever I could drive. So like 10th, 11th, 12th grade, and then freshman year of college. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I did not know that. And I was just thinking, wait, how can I not know that if I've known you for a decade? But it's because I think I wasn't on social media. Well, and because I you know, there are just some things you don't post about, right? You just do them. Oh, so that's true, yeah. But that's so cool that you also went through that too. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, but you yeah, got into I, longboarding. I, I'm not that cool. I haven't gotten into longboarding. Just, it just happens that way because of my friends. <laughs> um, but yeah, I only recently bought and like assembled my first skateboard. So that's... Ooh, is that a COVID craft yeah, it definitely is <laughs> <laughs> that's fun what do you think the future of coding is and like what what do you kind of like see happening based on the programs that I've worked with as a mentor and teacher I want to believe that the the coding space and the tech space will include voices that are not you know as often shown in the news and you know represented in executive level positions at companies um so basically i hope that you know cis straight white men will not be the the face of tech anymore i yes. hope that it will be a lot more inclusive and inviting and just like a more pleasant and um yeah, just like a more inclusive place. I believe it will be. And especially with you being in code, like you are helping that dream become a reality. And I'm cheering you on from Georgia. So hopefully I'll make it to New York. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, you have to. <laughs> yeah, the plan was to go this year and then COVID. Like the plan was to go in the summer. So um, that's okay. Sorry. That's okay. This is this is a great. This is even yeah. better for now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Alana, for being on today's creativity chat. I will link all of her things in the show notes. I was gonna say, I always say below, but there's no below on a podcast. It's just it's. <laughs> That's the YouTube yeah. habit. <laughs> I can't. All the links in the doobly do. In the doobly do. In the down bar. Rate, comment, subscribe. <laughs> actually wait while we're talking about rating if you would like to rate this podcast that'd be grand I always forget to ask people to do that um you know just leaving a little comment about what you like would be cool so thank you so much for listening I hope you have a lovely rest of the day bye Mm